I need a beverage. I don't have any wine except one that's two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's, it's not a two hundred dollar wine night. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. All right. Whenever you're ready. Whenever I'm ready. Okay. You can try a couple times. I was I was just gonna do it, and then you started talking. Okay. All right. <laughs> Maybe All right. this should be the end. <laughs> now you're ready. Live from the deck of J Rose House comes Serious Off Track. Wait, <laughs> Seriously, off track with Dan and J-Ro. Hi, I'm Dan. <laughs> now you sound like a cartoon character. And I'm J-Ro. Welcome to our show. Thank you for joining us on this special episode. Today we're going to talk about... Today we're going to talk about... Uh, menstruation. No, <laughs> I don't know. I just felt okay. like I had that like talk voice, you know. With, oh, like the NPR? Yeah. The NPR voice. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for joining us. Sorry, my chair is squeaky. I don't know if you guys can hear that. It's like... All right. rawr, rawr. I got this neat trick. Okay. All right. We're outside. It's a beautiful day. But when I snap my fingers, it's going to change. Ooh, fancy. We're going to a rainy day. We're going to a rainy day. One, two, three. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that changed everything. Rain. Feel it on my fingertips. Okay, we're good there. <laughs> now we're on location in the fucking rain. We're in the rainforest, people. <laughs> also on my deck. <laughs> Our first article that we have to talk about today. You know what? Let's get personal for a minute. Ooh, personal. How have you been lately? I'm good. You're good? I'm good. I had a bit much coffee before I came here. Yeah, you're keyed up. I drank a pot of espresso. <laughs> and I brought an excessive quantity of wine and it's almost gone and I don't even feel it. Um, whoops. <laughs> I mean, you've had barely any at this point. It's like a big gulp-sized mason jar full of wine. Yes, it's true. <laughs> you came prepared. Yeah. Uh, this rainy day is really, really wearing on me. <laughs> Guys, BT-dubs, it's not actually raining. Shh. <laughs> Don't break the fourth wall. Oh, sorry. I might have broke the fifth wall, the sixth wall. Uh-oh. Oh, a rain plane. It's like a crop duster. <laughs> I'll tell you what, girl. Y'all better you know, not be playing in that field over there. You know your crop dusters. Mm-hmm. Okay. First article comes from The Mirror. Not a the reputable man source. man in the mirror. Bizarre moment. It, it rains octopus as a freakish storm sucks sea creatures out of the sea. Whoa. Wait a minute. First of all, you just used my spirit animal. It's name in vain. Oh, Lord. Octopus, see? <laughs> Wait, you need to tell me everything about that. All I heard was octopus raining, and I was just like imagining it's raining, man. All right. <laughs> but like octopus coming down. So tell the me. The phrase seafood Octopi. rain became a trending topic online as photos went viral in the violent storm's aftermath, where octopuses and other sea creatures fell onto cars after being sucked out of the ocean. Oh my. Here's a picture. Oh my goodness. That's not a little one either. Wow. Oh my, that's horrible. They're smart. So, I'm sure he figured something out. it was like out. a cyclone situation? Let's see. Drivers were left stunned as octopuses, octopi, octopuses, 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 <laughs> and starfish, and starfish <laughs> began raining down onto their cars. What if it came at you? <laughs> along with mollusks, mollusks and shellfish were they just sucked go out outside of the sea. And like, just like open your mouth if you're like really into seafood. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, know. I love seafood, but like, I don't know. I just imagine getting like slammed in the face with an octopus. This is insane. Or a starfish. That would hurt. I was just, Yeah, starfish. There's oh my one. goodness. He's waving goodbye. Oh, you can only no. take so much of this. Yeah. I don't think they can live out of water. Forecasters said the violent weather on Wednesday afternoon included record hurricane force winds of 78 miles per hour. Oh or a 12 God. on the Beaufort scale. Wait, where is this? Qingdao, China. Oh, gotcha. Like, is that how you pronounce it? I actually that? know someone who lives in China. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, my first girlfriend, she lives in China. She's a teacher. So, How's yeah. that going for her? I, you know what? We just reconnected after not like talking to each other for like almost 20 years. And Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I drove wow. her to the airport. It was kind of an interesting experience. Um, we talked like it, no time had passed. She made a mix, which was... Just like she had always done, made like mixtapes. Except back it was in the day. not a cassette tape. This no, time. no, it was like a playlist. But we ended up just talking. It was fine. Like I was like, uh, I'm 
glad we broke up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, have fun in China. I was like, I'll be over here. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so that happened there. Yeah. In her backyard, basically. Roughly. I mean, Good chi- for her. China's a really big place. I know. It's true. Sorry. All right. Here's another one. This is from 2015. 2015. From the... Live. The HuffPo. (laughs) HuffPo. All right. Are you trying to pretend like you're like... Huffing gas. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I was like, are you puffing? From the HuffPo. HuffPo, tell us. Hawaii just got hit. Okay. (laughs) Hawaii just got hit by a July snowstorm in 2015 combination of passing thunderstorm and near freezing temperatures led to 1.5 inches of snow in icy conditions. I'd be like, I'm done. I'm sorry. That seems like evidence for what's it, anthropogenic climate change. On, bitch, you know I don't listen to the news. I'm not going to know what that is. No. <laughs> okay. I'm sure, but I'm sure the earth is fucked up because we've damaged it in some way. Yes. I yeah, believe that. this isn't a political show. So we're, <laughs> no, we're just, I'm just saying. We're I know just going to say world, that is fact, like, and we're moving why, on. If you, you disagree, know, you're wrong. I <laughs> Whatever. I don't. Dan speaks his own words. I'm just saying that I grew up in the land of Captain Planet, and I recycle. And yep, that's about. I have solar panels. Yep. There you go. Yeah, I do. You, you're doing your part. Energy efficient. <laughs> All right. Well, here's someone who. Was very energy efficient. Tell us. The woman, Lakeisha Brooks, was struck by lightning while inside a grocery store. How does that even happen? Through a skylight? Was it a skylight? Well, let's get down to business. Let's tell us. A lot of people are shocked when in line at the grocery store. What aisle was she? But mostly by the high prices. (laughs) Lakeisha Brooks, however, was shocked by something different. Lightning. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh my gosh. She was like, I was just getting the milk, and then all of a sudden, zappo. (laughs) Brooks, 33, was in the checkout line of a supermarket in Homa, Louisiana, when a flash of lightning hit her as she paid for her groceries. Then she heard a loud crash. That was God telling her not to pay for her groceries. (laughs) She tried to push her two-year-old daughter away when the force struck again. Wait. She got struck by lightning twice, twice. while indoors. Yeah. I can just imagine you're standing there at the checkout line. You're the person behind her. And you're just like, whoo. You just dodge under anywhere, you know? And then another one comes and she tries to, like, push her baby in a cart, like, away. Oh, my Did God. Did she know it was coming? Like, you... You get I mean, I feel like maybe after you get struck by lightning once, you probably can anticipate superpowers. it. Yeah. Like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It feeds energy. My inside of neck is... You become, like... You know, whatever dark version of yourself. (laughs) I had all of this black smut on the bottom, she told the website, adding that the lightning blast felt like hot oil running down her thigh, like when you're cooking. Wait a minute, what? She suffered. I I, I can't quite tell. Her butt was, like, charcoaled? Felt like hot oil running down her thigh. At that point, any Hot oil running down your thigh. I don't know Mm. what they get into in Louisiana. (laughs) Oh, Brooke suffered burn marks on her left leg and right foot. I thought you were her left labia <laughs> and her right foot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did it strike? <laughs> it's HuffPo. They would have mentioned that for certain. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ooh. All right. Investigators for the Terrebonne Parish Sheriff's Office said the indoor lightning strike came through the building's roof, traveled along a supermarket sprinkler system, then struck a metal plate in the floor where she stood. Wow. That's even more specific than a skylight. Like, that is, this wasn't a random occurrence. This lightning tracked her yeah, down. Yeah, this lightning came for blood. <laughs> <laughs> or cooking oil. This lightning oil. was just Hot like, where oil. are you? What was her name? Lakeisha La- Brooks. Lakeisha Brooks. You're next. I'm coming for you. It's not <laughs> the guy with a sickle anymore. It's this this fucking guy <laughs> lightning through the floor not even from above because you like imagine that lightning would be from above but no how did she I guess well, she couldn't have anticipated it, it then from above kid. but what went down to the plate she was standing on top oh, of oh that's why she was yeah. that's why okay gotcha it sounds sorry. like they don't have a lightning rod there because oh, that, that would have t- cut it off she was before that happened rod. I think I don't know the science behind that alright here's from the HuffPo <laughs> blog tell us under pressure your body the weather vane pressure oh, that's gonna be stuck in my head all goddamn night now <laughs> you're welcome all right i want to talk about the weather not make small talk 
I want to talk about how the weather affects our bodies and our lives. Who is this? Colonel I, Sanders? I don't I don't know. It's, it's, it's my <laughs> nondescript southernish voice. It's like Colonel well, Sanders meets like... I, wait, I, I never heard Colonel Sanders. Who is Longhorn Redhorn? What? <laughs> Wait, oh, the, the, the rooster? The, yeah. Foghorn leghorn. Yeah, thank you, longhorn leghorn. Who says that? Seriously? I fail at life. Well, I don't even know cartoons I'm, anymore. I'm guessing by the title of this, it's about how we can detect subtle changes and things that can teach us about, tell us about the, the weather. And I'm imagining some, some old redneck on a rocking chair on a porch saying, storms are brewing because yeah. his trick knee's flaring up. Yeah. And a, let's see. We watch major hurricanes, tsunamis, volcanoes, blizzards, and tornadoes change entire countries. These massive cataclysmic weather events are awesome indeed. But the weather actually affects your biology 24-7 as it constantly applies stressors or supports every breath you take. Every breath you take. (laughs) You gotta stop this. Sorry. Well, he teamed up with Al Roker for a show on Friday to talk about the fascinating and important intersection of physiology and meteorology. Your body's wow. mostly fluid in gas pockets. Hey, sexy. Just wanted to let you know, it also probably has a lot to do with energy, motherfuckers. Just saying. Well, yes. <laughs> Thermal, electric. Yeah, all of it. All the radioactive. Good. Yeah, probably. All right, this is a long, winding road of yeah, nonsense. Yeah, was that so, like another article? Like, yeah, I'm that confused. was another article. Well, I can't. That wasn't that. Weird. I don't know if you can tell, but with the weather around us, these are weather-themed <laughs> articles. So when you say that, it's yeah. so silly because it's perfectly nice and sunny here. No, it's not. But it's raining, men. No. <laughs> oh yeah, both of us would love that. Yeah. I'd be like, get out of here. All right, moving right along. No more rain. All right. I mean, you know what? I don't want to get too political. Maybe we'll skip this. I'm just going to read the. Uh, the headline as if it's fact. Global warming results in extreme weather. Federal report. It's real. I feel like I saw that meme. <laughs> Glo- global warming results in extreme weather. Fact. Moving on. Yes, <laughs> maybe we can do a meme episode. Okay. What would that entail? <sighs> I don't know. I don't want to get too into it right now. <laughs> I'm like trying to understand what that would be. I guess you guys can write in to wherever. Actually, yeah, this is an excellent time to go to break. So if you have any ideas, be sure to write in self-addressed stamp envelope. Care of, seriously off track. Self-destruct your envelope. Self-destruct. What was that all about? What, what, why did you used to have to send in a self-addressed stamped envelope? Because they didn't want to spend any postage on your ass to and, not send anything back And they to you. didn't want to write anything. They wanted you to do all the work. Why is it in the back of magazines that they'd have all these tempting, wonderful like ads for things that you wanted to buy, but you had to send them money? And when you're like 10, you can't send them money. Like, I'm sending change in the mail. Like, <laughs> I'm sending 99 cents in for pennies. Like, mood, like mood lip gloss that changes with your mood. Or I'm like, X-ray bitch, specs. I don't need lip gloss to tell you what my mood is. X-ray specs. And then I'd be like so sad that I wouldn't have it. They would never write back. Anyway, tangent. So they took your 99 cents. They took my shit. And, and my, your envelope. And my envelope. And envelope. So it was really probably like... You know, at that time, it was probably like 60 cents. All right, but if you have any suggestions for upcoming episodes of Seriously Off Track, be sure to email in dan at seriouslyofftrack.com. Once again, that's dan at srslyofftrack.com. Thank you for listening. Please support our advertisers. We'll be back in a minute. Do you ever have bugs biting on you? Yeah, me too. Well, not when you got repel around. It's the lemon eucalyptus uh, insect repellent. Yes, but don't worry. It doesn't have any D in it. Nope, not a single effing drop. Well, what does it have in there, Jess? Well, actually, it's made out of oil of lemon eucalyptus and 70% other ingredients with a total of 100% of ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, 100%. That sounds like a lot of ingredients. 100% of them are in there. Yup. Even though it's 100% ingredients, you still need to keep it out of reach from children. They shouldn't be drinking it, and neither should you. This is powered by Citradil. It's nature's repellent. And don't forget, it's DEET free. That's right. D-E-E-T free. 
Well, I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's plant-based and it's eucalyptus. 30% and 70% other ingredients. Hazardous to humans and domestic animals. But it's fine for wild ones. For best results, spread evenly with hand and moisten all exposed skin. Well, I like where this is going. Don't spray directly on your face, stupid. To apply to face, dispense on the palm of the hand and spread on the face and neck. Reapply once as needed. Do not apply more than twice a day, but 10 is fine. Repel, plant-based, lemon, eucalyptus, insect repellent, small too. We are not officially sponsored by Repel. They did not ask for this commercial. Please don't tell them we made it. May repel mosquitoes that may carry West Nile virus. It also may not. Keep out of reach of children. Warning. Unless you don't like them. 100% ingredients. And we're back. Yeah. Here we are. Back to Seriously Off Track. J-Ro talks the news. And Dan. Dan's here. I talk the news, too. We never say your name, usually. I'm actually the one that does the news talking. Yeah. That's he funny. is the news. Dan is the news. News <laughs> equals Dan. <laughs> uh, I sound so much more interesting than I am that way. Aww. Aww. Sadness. Don't be mean to yourself. All right. All right we're moving right along, so... So Jess, why don't you you want to try out our new magic powers and, and, and transport us to this? Yeah, n- I'm not feeling this rainy mm-hmm. day action. Yeah, this uh, transport us to our next magical world. I'm just gonna say the magic words, abracadabra, motherfucker! Wow, we've been transported to an urban scene full of traffic. Listen to the hustle and bustle. Is that a jackhammer in the distance? I don't know. You might just be hearing things. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm not hearing things. All right. We're going to start off with 10 quick, bizarre car crash stories. Ooh. Car crashes are scary, though. FYI. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I don't know. I've been in a couple. We don't condone any crashes. I've been in a couple. I've been in rougher mosh pits, honestly. Every single one totaled my car. Oh, really? Yeah. My car... Well, I've been in a lot of car accidents. I haven't really gotten, like, a ton hurt from them, luckily, knock on wood. But still, it's scary. Driving is scary. Hitting something at speed is really scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. I always think about inertia and how, like, you keep going even though... Oh, God. Yeah, and, and, and your, your, your meat has to deal with anything left over when the vehicles have to... They've already collided. Yeah, it's terrible. There, there's, there's science involved, which is why you know it hurts. Yeah fucking science alright on to the fun stuff <laughs> a man who wanted to renew his license but instead crashed into the licensing office in 2010 a man they shouldn't give it to him he wanted to renew his driver's license crashed into the DMV in Spokane Valley Washington the crash happened around 1pm they say the driver was arriving at the DMV to renew his license while pulling into a parking spot his foot slipped off the brake and onto the gas that's when he jumped the curb Oh, great. It's one of those stupid websites that makes everything awful. Oh, good. Ooh, I want a free iPhone 7. Okay. Um, jump to curb. I'm just trying to imagine this. Okay. Stay with me, guys. Yep. He crashed into the... His foot slipped off the brake and onto the gas. Like, That's when the driver jumped the curb and went three quarters of the way through the building. Like, the car's in there. Okay. So, FYI, peeps out there, I'm not surprised by this because... Um, I worked at a liquor store for a very long time, and literally our building has been driven into multiple times, like seven different occasions. So this isn't this doesn't surprise me at like the least. Car in the store? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And it must be hilarious once the car is in the store and they open the door and get out. No, in it's the not store. usually. It's not usually like that. They usually oh. just the like front end comes. Oh, out. just just a little. It nothing. just like fucks everything up and makes everybody's day. And then the what people do they say? are like, like, yeah, well, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, well, sometimes like one time it was like an older person and they like hit the gas instead of the the brake. And then one time it was like this lady and she was just like. I, she just wasn't paying attention, I guess. I don't even know. She drove right Her foot store. slipped onto the accelerator. I guess so. I don't know. And I was like, well, you're here. You might as well buy some wine. 
<laughs> That's basically what <laughs> I said. Some more wine. Why didn't you get some? No. All right. This man crashed into a restaurant, then got out and ordered a pizza. Seems like a good idea. You clearly need to soak up some of that alcohol. Here's a car crash that actually saved a trucker's life. Wow. In this heartwarming story, car crashes can be tragic, but in this case, it was precisely what saved a man's life. In 2011, Richard M. Paler, a 55-year-old trucker from Pennsylvania, told police that he was driving the rig west. It's really... It's beautiful. What's happening? He was driving the rig west at about 9 a.m. when he started to choke on a piece of apple. I I was like looking at you like, are you going to cry? Like, I wasn't sure what was happening. Dan's like doing some acting If I kept following my my motivation, then yes, I would have. That's the next step, but I... He was choking on a piece, a piece of an of apple. apple. Yeah. And the next thing you know, his truck smashed through a concrete barrier near Lancaster Avenue. Investigators confirmed well, that the I apple mean, was dislodged when he smacked his chest against the steering wheel. A big rig gave him the Heimlich maneuver. That's weird, but like he caused the accident. Yeah, I mean the the, the chunk of apple lodged in his windpipe caused the accident. Yeah, fuck that chunk of apple. All right, here's a I always think of that though when I'm driving. I was like, I shouldn't be eating these chips and breathing in at the same time. <laughs> you know, I was like, I could choke. <laughs> All right, this woman stole a truck and then crashed into the police station. That's a one stop shop. Well, yeah, she doesn't even really need to go anywhere. In 2012, 27 year old Amanda Jeffries stole a white pickup truck, and after confirming the theft with the owner, police pursued Jeffries for about four minutes. The chase ended when Jeffries crashed right into the administration office. The downtown San Angelo Police Headquarters. Here's a woman whose car was so trashy that it caused an accident. Get a look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've actually seen this car. Have you? There is one floating around Manchester where the back seat is full of, like, newspapers to the top. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a lot of cars like that. Honestly, I remember one time I was out with a friend um, close by here, and I took a picture of it. (laughs) It was, like, a little red car, but it was only a two-door. It was intense. Alright. Copious amount of trash apparently caused the crash. She told police that several old coffee cups and pieces of That's trash your own goddamn fell onto the g- gas and brake fault. pedal, which caused her to lose control while back- backing out of a parking space. Alright. Yeah. Wow. The car crash that crushed the world's longest fingernails. Good. Good. I Good. Got, I got Always crush those. Always kill. No. Why would you even try to. Uh? She hadn't cut them since 1979. That's disgusting. That's when I was born, kids. Um, can we just... I'm, can I see that picture again? You sure? I don't know if I want to see it again, but... Oh, my God! She's literally like Edward Scissorhands. I have to look... Who wipes her ass? Who wipes her ass, Dan? She, she must have an elaborate s- stick and rag system. I don't know. Well, I, I feel know. like if they're that long, they probably can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they probably, like, you could tie them together. <laughs> you know? She I, I escaped just, I, a four-car pileup but lost her nails. She was probably pretty sad. Her nails were damaged beyond like repair. If you broke a nail that was that long, it would probably hurt a lot. Because think about it. If your nail grew out that far, that means there's probably some sort of like vein in it or something. There's no vein in your nails. <laughs> there's a fucking vein that, in your nail. No, that's all keratin. That's okay, whatever. Stuff. I'm just saying. It's just really weird shaped hair, hurt. basically. It's so gross. Ugh. I wonder who painted them. How long did that take? Wait, they're painted? No, they're not painted. see that. No, they, they look like white 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 guy dreads. Yeah, they really also do. Also gross. Or they, like some sort of like weird alien type tentacle. Like, I don't know. I don't like it. All right, here's a man who tried to stop his car like the Flintstones, but couldn't. 2011 police department from Roseville arrested a 24-year-old man who tried to use his feet to break his car. This guy is just like the Florida guy. I feel like he's just like a Florida guy would totally do this. The Fred Flintstone wannabe, a roofer from Warren, was driving on a suspended license and was cited for reckless driving. He hit four cars by trying to stop with his feet. Alright, here's one. How did he even try to do that, though? Like, how did... What? I don't even know. Maybe understand. he had a hole in the floor of his car. I've had cars that shitty. I can't imagine him trying to do it, though. Like, unpack that a bit. Like, <laughs> they, they don't give too many details. That's really dumb. I, I want a sober. diagram. He was completely sober, but overly tired. Right. Okay, well, that's a dumb story if they don't show a picture. Continue. Moving on. <laughs> this lady crashed into two businesses in two days with two cars. There's, there's wow. One, one picture. I mean, it's in there. Wow. She went... 
through the door with the car. 66-year-old Mary Hasselberger in 2012 was behind the wheel during car accidents occurring at two separate businesses in two days. Maybe she's getting her brake and accelerator confused, said the oh, I, sergeant. How do you even like, make that, make a make anything up for that. The first accident occurred on Thursday afternoon while police in Naperville, Illinois say the woman plowed her Ford Taurus through a wooden fence separating a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot from a private residence. The vehicle barreled into the yard until it hit a tree and a bench. The next afternoon, the woman was driving a rented Buick LaCrosse when she allegedly crashed through the wall of an eye care center. <laughs> Everyone's like, I was seeing things. But then <laughs> or not. <laughs> it's like, this is 3D. <laughs> <laughs> No. All right, here's a teen who stole a car, then saw his mom in the other lane and crashed. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and then there's a, a two-year-old who drove a truck into a house. 2013, Kathleen and George Williams from Grayson, Georgia, came back home to find that someone drove a red pickup truck into their house. It turned out it was a two-year-old. A neighbor across the street admitted to police that he was unloading the pickup with his toddler in the cab, and the boy managed to put the truck in gear. The vehicle then rolled down at a fairly slow speed across the street. Oh my gosh. A low that speed kid could have died. That kid's going to have a cool story for the first day of school, though. Yeah, I know. That's I drove a truck into a house. <laughs> what are you in for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, let's see. Yogurt spill closes four lanes of Canada's busy- busiest highway. This happened uh, June 22nd, just the other day. Yogurt spill? Ew. I bet that smells rank in the sun. Eventually. The Canada Sun. Sounds like a shitty soft drink brand. It just, like, makes my mouth Around 3.30 a.m., a truck hauling a refrigerated trailer full with yogurt cups smashed into an electronic signpost. Sheared off the trailer's right side, dousing four lanes of yummy yogurty goodness. I just imagine people getting out of their cars, like in REM's video, but like going towards this like yogurt pile. Yogurt really sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Michael Stipe would sing that song. Yeah, seriously. God, Michael Stipe. All right, a company called Carvana opens two more used car vending machines. Used car vending machines. Anderson used car, Anderson vending machine. Explain. What if one gets stuck when it's being vended? Yeah. <laughs> do you, like, do you shake it? Yeah. Wait, do you try how to give it the good old guy? derby hip? Like what? Uh, let's see. They hold up 30 cars and are equipped with four delivery bays, newly designed coin receptacles, and customer waiting. Wait, coin receptacles? How much are these cars? Okay, first of all, are you going to be paying for any fucking car with coins? All right. Typically, I, f- I frown upon video for a podcast, but one of us has to at least see what the hell this looks like. Perhaps we can describe it to you. All right. Okay, so it's really weird. It's This is like pre- you put coins in. Maybe you purchase a coin somewhere else, and then you put it in, and it's like... Yeah. It's like... It's like it, one of those garages in the city where they park your car, like, for you. Except it's slightly automated. It's all automated. I'm so confused. I don't even know how to describe this. All right, well, we this. watched the I'm commercial, the and to- I'm angry at the commercial, so we're not giving them any more free advertising. Carvana, if you want to sponsor us, give us some cars. Carvana Ma- Nirvana. All right. A Brit sets a triple-digit speed record Ooh. in a shed. In a shed. All right. You've it. heard of the tiny house movement. Yeah. This one does move at a surprising speed. The shed set a land speed record for sheds, mind you, not cars. Oh. Earlier this month at Pendine Sands in Wales, a seven-mile stretch of beach famed for speed since Sir Malcolm Campbell piloted the Bluebird to a series of land speed records there in the 20s. The man who built the shed, Kevin Nix, hit 80 miles per hour in the structure. This year, actually, no, that was last year. so aerodynamic. Well, it's a shed. It doesn't look that aerodynamic at all, honestly. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I'm just imagining, like, a little, like, He said the shed shed wasn't originally built for racing. (laughs) I mean, it's funny because, you know, (laughs) what sheds are usually built for racing? (laughs) Well, apparently one that's got a Volkswagen Passat drivetrain in it. Oh, that's weird. It's cool, though, driving around a shed. Let me see. I want to see what... 
It literally looks it's like a, a bus that's a shed. Yeah. Like, that's so weird. And it did 100 miles an hour. That's really weird. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wow. All right. Well, we've got to feed our advertisers. So uh, we'll be right back from a break after, uh, after these messages. Message brought to you by the Connecticut Council for Shoes. There, boys and girls. What's the first thing you do when you run outside to play? Put on your damn shoes! That's right. You would That's right. You wouldn't want to go out there barefoot. You might hurt yourself. Yeah, you could step on any number of things, including needles. And you could stub your damn toe. Yeah, and drugs. I don't want to stub my toe on drugs again. I was in the ER for weeks. I was in the ER for weeks. They need to fix the management down there. I stubbed my toe on hepatitis the other day. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Gosh darn it, hepatitis. You had... That would have all been avoided if you had just been wearing some shoes. When you think of safe walking, think of shoes. And when you think of shoes, think of the Connecticut Council for Shoes. You could also just be barefoot and not walk on those things. But that sounds like some communist hippie shit. So always wear shoes or else we hate you and we hope you die. Brought to you by the Invisible Hand of the Market and the Connecticut Council for Shoes. This message was brought to you by the Connecticut Council for Shoes. Welcome back to Seriously Off Track. J-Ro talks the news, a.k.a. Dan. Well, I say the news, then you talk about it. True. I need to slow my roll on the talking thing. I'm sorry, slow guys. Slow your roll. I apologize for speaking at such an incredible clip. I, I mean, I feel like it's part of your je ne sais quoi. I do not know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. There's something about you, Daniel. <laughs> it's how fast you talk. That's oh, why you the, are a fast talker. <laughs> that's why the ladies like me. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's uh, what she said. <laughs> uh, so, I'm getting pretty sick of this traffic going on around us, you. Beep, beep. We almost got hit three times during the last segment. Didn't want to let you know. Um, yes. All right. <laughs> Now, Sheboygan. We've been magically transported. What's so Sheboygan? Isn't it, it's like Ohio, Illinois. Sheboygan. Wisconsin. I thought you were going to say Shapoopy. Shapoopy. <laughs> I was going to be like, are we in the music man I'm right not, now? I'm not quoting musicals. Not today. <laughs> Shapoopy. Sheboygan. Sheboygan. <laughs> Nothing like it's good old musical. It was the new magic word. Okay. So now we've been Shaboygan. magically transported Jazz hands. to the coast. You hear that? Sh- you hear the the ocean in the background doing that ocean thing. Yeah, I hear the sound of the wave. Maybe a seagull, if I can find that oh. sound file. <laughs> How does that even sound? They're fucking annoying as hell. Um, oh, yeah. I, I saw a video today of. The seagull sitting on the hood of someone's car, and they put a French fry in a dashboard, and it kept whacking itself on the windshield trying to get it. Oh, no. That's so mean. But they're really that dumb. Yeah. I wish them no harm, but I fucking hate them. I don't like pigeons. I'm not a huge fan of pigeons. The city chicken? Oh, my God. Aren't they just different colored doves? Basically, they just... No. They basically ruined my time in Paris. They're disgusting. Paris is actually they're like French the for rats pigeon. of the sky. <laughs> sky they're rats. They're the rats. They're sky rats coming to you. <laughs> pigeon actually means city chicken in French. Oh really? No. <laughs> no. No. I was it like, oh, I was <laughs> gonna be like bullshit. <laughs> you overpronounce a little bit of pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, we. What's the next article here? All right. Since we're on the shore, call. hearing the waves wash call. over the 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 call of, uh, see, I don't know if I'm going to find that find that sound file. So maybe I'll just, just take I'll it. take that sample of you just saying call, said, call and throw that in. Call. <laughs> <laughs> Chilling discovery is 27 pairs of severed human hands mysteriously wash up on ice covered island in Russia. Twenty what? The shock, Twenty-seven. The it's sh- not just one pair of hands. How many? Who? Like, well, it's where thirteen pairs from? of hands plus one extra for like spare parts. I thought you said twenty-seven. Oh, pairs. Oh, twenty-seven pairs. My bad. Oh. So that's twenty-seven times two. So that's fifty-four hands. hands. <laughs> 
So it wasn't, I was going to say that too, but then I was like, no, it's actually pears because that's how they worded it. But what the fuck? I wonder if they're what, matching how pears. Is, how do you? Yeah, you're right. No, it, pears because that's of the same. Pears is actually French for, no, okay. I don't know what that it, fucking is. But I'm just saying like you couldn't, they couldn't call them pears if they weren't from the same thing. Uh, Maybe you're right. Fuck. I don't know, but that's crazy. All right, let's unpack this. Ugh. The shocking find was made close to the city of in the far east of Siberia. Oh, I know Close where to that the border is. of China. <laughs> I well, just went there. Khabarovsk. Khabarovsk. Bless you. Khabarovsk. Uh, let's see. 27 pairs of severed human hands have been found mysteriously, as opposed to the more obvious ones, washed up in an ice-covered island in Russia. Oh, my God, there's a picture. Do you want to see it? Of course I want to see it. Bomb bomb. Oh my god, that's so handy. Oh my god. Yes, it's handy. I'm not convinced that those are 27 matched pairs anymore. I kind of want to count them. Ooh, we can play the match game. I don't try to find the matching hands. I know, hands. it's crazy. Like it's so weird. Wow, that's really it's creepy. Oh, we could bit. tell if they're left hands or right hands. What if there's more left than right? What does that tell us about society? I don't know. I'm left-handed. South Paul. <laughs> All but one of the 54 hands were in a bag. Maybe that was the guide hand. Another spotted first by a local was lying separately in a snow-covered island in the Amur River. Wait, so they were together? No. I'm so confused. They found 26.5 pairs and then another one downriver. Oh, my God. 18 miles downriver. <laughs> oh, my God. But they were like... In the same general era, the first lot of them, right? Okay, they have almost no details. Oh, my God. It was a mystery. Why? Why? How do you even have this? Like, can you please bring a movie on Lifetime about this or, like, a documentary? Because I need to know everything about it. One gruesome theory is that the hands could have been axed off as punishment for theft. Where? In, In Russia? In Russia? Russia? Soviet Russia? Another is that the hands were severed from dead bodies in a hospital. It's unclear as to why. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're just grasping at straws, straws at that point. Picking up those straws. One fear is that the corpses were illegally used for stealing body parts and the hands were cut to prevent them being identified. That actually sounds... Oh, that's scary. Like something. That's some real... Well, that's kind of scary. I mean, they're dead, so if it happens to you, who cares? Yeah, true. Your poor family, though. Oh. Hopefully they never find out about it. <laughs> And in other news, I'm going to try to avoid the hands thing. Woman who suffered severe self-confidence issues for years reveals that becoming a professional mermaid finally helped her overcome her self-esteem struggles. Oh my God, I'm not even mad at her. How do I get that job? Apparently it is a job. Oh my God, she's hot. Yeah, she's a fucking mermaid. She better be. Oh my God, she's so fucking cute. Yes. Yes, girl. Where can I join you in your mermaid colony? Can I can sing that song. <laughs> Carrie Roberts has always dreamed of being a mermaid, and she made her dream come true in 2009. Was when it she, because you watched Little Mermaid growing up? Because it's because I want to be that. <laughs> she spent 400 hours constructing her first mermaid tale to turn her childhood fantasy into an adult reality. Adult reality. It's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to be honest there. Oh, she swims around it and everything? Yeah, it's probably... I've seen that. It's, they're, like, made with all sorts of, like, rubber and stuff. Sort of like the individual fins that you wear, but you just make it into a colorful, beautiful, rainbow-licious tail that you slip onto your body. Oh, this is actually kind of beautiful. Her oh. mermaid obsession started when she was just three years old, and her family encouraged her to pursue her dreams. Even oh sure, honey, you can go be a you, mermaid. You, you can be whatever you want when you, you are grow a princess. up. Honey you child. can do whatever you want. Not a princess, a mermaid. I'm got you can be that too. A mermaid princess. <gasps> You're gonna do it. <laughs> you can do it. It was a dream I longed for my whole life. I took action on my life and moved to Hawaii to become part of the sea. And the Aloha spirit. <laughs> well, hey, she said part it. of the sea. And the Aloha spirit. In 2009, she made her first swimmable mermaid tail. Wow. She's like, just for photo shoots, I had the other one, though. But for Carrie, going underwater has much deeper meaning. It's simply becoming a dreamlike creature. 
Wow. It's a. She's like one of the sirens. It's a bad copy. Can but she for sing? Carrie, going underwater has a much deeper meaning than simply. No, as a, as she's a typo. Saying, she's saying. Than simply becoming going a dreamlike underwater. creature. It's a way for her to overcome her history with low self esteem and negative confidence energy, grappling with auditory processing disorder, a condition that takes her longer to process sight and sound. Good for her. Yeah, that's good see, for her. Okay, that's heartwarming. Involves no severed hands. Wow. I, I want to see this, but I feel like there's other people that act like mermaids now, so it's not that cool. Good for her, though. <laughs> All right. Does she sing that song at night? <laughs> no, wait, that's, that's Aladdin. <laughs> that is totally wrong. But then I'm like, well, I know, under the sea. And I'm like, I, know, I, 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 I like, don't want her to sing it. that. Uh, I was going to say that. No, it's part of your world. I was just saying, I love Aladdin, though. That's like my... If we get a a mermaid into that, Disney, all right, we'll sell this idea for only a couple million dollars. A mermaid Aladdin. Done. It sounds stupid, but I guarantee that that would sell. I feel like it'd be amazing. All right. There was a man kissing a Dover sole in celebration of his catch. The Dover sole, which he caught. Okay. When the 14-centimeter fish wriggled out of his hand and jumped into his mouth, the 28-year-old stopped breathing and suffered a cardiac arrest at the scene. Good for you, fish. Paramedics managed. Good for you, fish. Paramedics managed to remove the fish with forceps in an ambulance. Wow! It was clear that we needed to get the fish out of his throat. Well, no shit. Wow! Or he was not going to survive the short journey to the hospital. Why was his mouth open? He was kissing the fish. Oh! In celebration of catching. Why it. was your mouth open kissing a fish? You weren't like, uh. It's a Dover sole. It's, it's a particularly ugly fish. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand. Like. It's going into his mouth. <laughs> like, he'd have to have his mouth wide open because they're, like, kind of a tall fish. I mean, they're relatively thin, but, like, they're tall. He was kissing the fish when it jumped down his throat. It's a tradition to kiss, to kiss your first catch. I have never heard of such a thing. That sounds weird. Paramedics managed to restart the man's heart at the pier after working on him for three minutes. We're also glad that the patient has no lasting effects from his cardiac arrest, which oh can God. so easily... <laughs> that's such a tragic and devastating outcome due to a that fucking fish. That fish tried to choke me. <laughs> he, he made me have a heart attack. Wow. That's crazy. All right. That's and, weird. And in other crazy news, boat captain says Tampa Bay Dolphins enjoy Yanni's music. Yanni. Oh, my God. Yanni live at the Acropolis. I'm having a flashback to my childhood. That's... <laughs> That's a peculiar. Flashback. I'm not really surprised that they like his music. I'm he's weird, but it's kind of catchy. The end. Yanni, live at the Acropolis. All right, the the two that he found they're most excited by is from the Acropolis. I told you, yeah. <laughs> it's a fuck. It's the best. And swing music. For some reason, they seem to be attracted to it. When I play other music, they just don't care. Interesting. They went See, along with him on a dolphin tour, and sure enough, more than a dozen dolphins began circling the boat when Yanni began playing on the stereo. Aww. Don't know if it's the high pitch of the violin or the pace. I don't know what it is, but there's something that catches their attention. And they really enjoy it. Oh, that's really cute. I just imagine them doing some sort of like synchronized dolphin like dance. I'm imagining a dolphin with a Yanni mustache and hair. Yeah, it's, and it's like singing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's love it. that's. That's weird. It just turned stuff. like uh, Yanni turned like twenty years. That that recording twenty years old the other day, recently. I'm just saying. My dad used to listen to it. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, moving on. Profound, profound art video. Profound. Profound. Oh, that's a weird speech impediment I just gave myself. No, it's definitely a combination of the espresso and wine. It's <laughs> all right. Let's, let's let's try this again. Ahem, ahem. Profound art video about liberation and censorship shows someone farting underwater. I feel like nice butt. I mean, if you're gonna show someone farting underwater, might as well be that butt. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm not upset about Dude's this. Dude's cute. N- you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't care if it's a girl or a boy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Underwater flatulence in 120 frames per second, or FPS, farts per second, which means <laughs> that it's running four times faster than it'll get played back, so it'll look really slow. Slow-mo fart video. 
The Masterpiece, which is set to the... The Masterpiece. I can't even pronounce that from Mozart's opera. Duettino sul aria from Mozart's opera. Wait, marriage what of, say? Marriage of Figaro. Oh, Le okay. Nuzze. What is it? Right at the top. Oh, no. I just know the name of the opera in that Le Nuzze de Figaro. But I don't... Duettino Solario? Yeah, it's just... Duettino, wouldn't that mean little duet? Yeah. Solaria? I don't know what that is, but... <clears throat> well, it's, a, it's an aria. Yeah, no, I know. I, don't, uh, I just don't know which one. Well, that would be the Sul aria. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shut <laughs> Marriage Anyway. <laughs> it has been viewed almost three million times on Vimeo. Is that pronounced Vimeo or Vimeo? Well, I'm sorry, it, I don't speak that language. Let's speak internet. And since being uploaded, it has inspired some truly profound comments. Those include artsy fartsy and <laughs> not my proudest fap. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep a cup upside down, you can actually trap the farts, someone says. Wow. Let's just, let's just take a brief look at Good this. Good for them. I need... And, and... Here we go. <laughs> oh my god what if <laughs> <laughs> this sound kills me it's pretty I don't know it's pretty interesting I mean I could have done without this, <laughs> the the sound effects I wonder if those are real sound effects from it actually I happening. know I'm like I could have done without that but I mean it's classic like fart Classic fart joke. Classic Sorry, I'm watching my dog joke. through the door and she's looking at me and she's eating something. I don't know if she's eating like a bug or... Okay. All right. And to finish off this wonderful episode of Seriously <laughs> Off Track, J-Ro talks the news. Hi, hi. Holy mackerel. Belfast warns not to eat free fish. Why? All right. This fishtail might be a wee bit hard to stomach. Ooh. Belfast City Council is advising its citizens don't eat fish found on the roadside. They're too fishy. Um, yeah, it's like you don't eat roadkill. Right? Tuesday's health warning follows the accidental dumping of thousands of mackerel on the busy Ravenhill Road, apparently by a delivery truck with a loose back door. Locals Ooh. grabbed bags to haul in their catch before passing cars could turn the stranded school to pulp. Oh, no. Tom Bardsley says he bagged 25 mackerel and deemed them off the boat fresh. I know the fish. That's not the proper accent. I know the fish. I know the fish. So the city council says Bardsley and other opportunists don't know microbiology because they don't know where the fish came from. They can be contaminated by automotive pollutants. Oh, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's on the road. The road probably gets a lot of soot. Yeah, you don't want people eating all that stuff. Like, that's, yeah, no, classic. 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 Beat and switch. <laughs> <laughs> Textbook case. Classic, boss. Yeah, no, I don't know. I ugh. I wouldn't eat fish off the road either. I wouldn't eat fish off the road. I'm not mad at those people, though, because they're probably poor and they're try- trying to like make ends meet or whatever the fuck. I get it. They don't want things to be wasted. I know. Free fish, too. Yeah. I'm a fan of mackerel. I, it's a meaty fish. I, exactly. Yeah. I'm a fan of fish in general. It's a fishy fish. <laughs> mackerel is particularly fishy. I mean, uh, <laughs> depends. Now, as this episode of Seriously Off Track, J-Ro Talks the News, comes to a close, I've got a question for you. Oh, no. All right. Or, and for the audience, um, obviously, we've been mixing up the format. We're up to episode four, and it's, uh, this is going to be radically different from the four. last one, which was a departure. This, yeah, this is episode four. Radical yeah, departure no, from episode four. three, which was a crazy difference from two and one. Maybe we're just like ever evolving. We just do whatever the fuck we want. Or maybe we'll come back to some of these again and we're ever revolving. Yeah. So if you guys have any ideas. Cyclical. For any, for any, uh, any ideas for what we can do, what what wacky idea we can do next on Seriously Off Track. But once again, email to dan at seriouslyofftrack.com. That's S-R-S-L-I off track.com. Or you could just message me. Yeah. And Jess, you had, you had, you had an idea last time. Um, where you're going to pick the articles for next uh, Oh, yeah, maybe I'll show. do that. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. You, you comfortable uh, doing the live read? <laughs> or are you going to make me do stuff I have no idea about? Yeah, oh, we'll shit. see. I haven't considered that part. <laughs> we'll see. I'll let you know. How about that? Catch you outside. How about that? <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, it's been a long journey, but let's uh, let's go. Sheboygan. I'm never saying that word ever again. <laughs> Shapopey. Right. It's, it's been a, now we're back on Jess's deck, and everything's a okay. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's so nice. There's no place like home. Yeah, I wish I had those slippers. God damn it. Well, thank you for joining us on another wacky adventure on Seriously Off Track. Jay Rowe Talks the News. I am Daniel Ism. I'm Jay Rowe. And boy, has it been a journey today. Thanks for joining us on it. Peace. Yep. Bye.